What's up? What's up, man? How's it going? I'm good. How's uh, how's your day going with the, the big uh, the big schedule release here? <laughs> yeah, no, it's good. Um, I think it's getting to a point where it's a little overblown at this point. Um, it's I don't know if you saw, but like they like leaked the games throughout the day, and uh, there was this Twitter account that was created. I think it was called NFL like schedule leaks, and they were they were leaking stuff like the last. I want to say last week and like they, I mean, they, they got me. I, I like, I saw that the Bengals were playing on Thursday or on Thanksgiving against Dallas. <clears throat> and I sent it out to a couple of people and he, whoever created the account today tweeted out, like, this is all a lie. You guys are all a bunch of idiots. Like I'm just a random dude who is making stuff up and you guys all believe me. I have like over 10,000 followers. Like this is ridiculous. And it was so funny. It was just like, <laughs> everyone was just like, cause everyone thought it was fake. Cause it just, it looked kind of fake, but they gained like 10,000 followers. And he was just tweeting out all this stuff. And, and then uh, like a Dallas reporter was like, Oh, according to my sources, the Bengals are playing on Thanksgiving. So like, I think he, like this, whoever did this, like got to a bunch of people. It's crazy. And then I was like, Oh, someone from Dallas reported it. So it must be true. And then, of course, it's not true. They're playing them week uh, week two. My dad even texted me today. It was or like after the schedule got released, he didn't see it, obviously. And he's like, yeah, we're playing Dallas on Thanksgiving, right? And I was like, no. So, like, this this Twitter account just, like, got everywhere. It's crazy. It's so funny. He was just trying to prove a point, I think, that, like, don't listen to everything you <laughs> like you read on Twitter because I'm just a random guy who decided to do this for fun and I got 10,000 people to follow me and believe me. So I thought it was pretty funny, but um, it's, yeah, it's NFL will do anything to, to make some money. I guess that's the moral of the story, but, um, but yeah, no, it was good. It was a, uh, it was a good schedule release. I don't know. Have you seen any of it or not really? Do you not really care that much? I don't really care that much, but I just pulled yeah. up the Bengals schedule. Yeah. It's yeah they got week one. Yeah, they got five night games, which I thought was pretty cool. That's not something we see in Cincinnati that often. But, yeah, Steelers week one is good. That'll be a good one to go to. Um, I bought season tickets this year for the Bengals, even though I don't live in Cincinnati anymore. So um, I'm going to try and make it to, like, four or five games. So I was excited because then I could plan out, like, which ones I want to go to, you know, instead of just assuming. So, like, Pittsburgh's one I'll go to. Um, We got Miami Dolphins Thursday night. That'll be a fun one. Let's see. What's another good home one? Kansas City at home is a good game. That's not. An, I'm surprised they didn't put that in a night game. I thought that would for sure be a night game after the the game they had last year and the AFC Championship game. They both were like really good games that came down in the fourth quarter. And then Buffalo Bills Monday night is awesome as well. I think that'll be super fun. Again, that's that's week 17, so that's right at the end of the year, which is pretty cool. But yeah, five total night games, and I, I you know haven't seen that in Cincinnati in a while, so that's good to see. But the, I noticed that three of them were on the road. And, again, so, like, they play the Ravens on Sunday night, week five. Browns week eight on Monday night at Cleveland. And Steelers Sunday night week 11 at Pittsburgh. So they have three road games against division opponents at night, which I think is kind of BS. That doesn't seem right. They got to earn their stripes, no pun intended. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, that's true. That's fair. Uh, I mean, I getting five – primetime games is I think that's the max you can get is you know obviously 
saying a lot after your last year, but yeah, you're probably right. That's probably why they put them on the road for those games because I still think there's a lot of people who are down in the Bengals coming into this year. Um, I was watching something on TV before we got on this. And, you know, Cynthia Freeland from NFL Network. Nope. Do you know her at all? She's like, she's like what, like one of those analytic people. She does everything based on data and it was like an over under Bengals 10 wins and she had them going under at like 9.1. So I what? think, yeah, I think, yeah, I, I think it's, uh, the Bengals only got better. I know, and that's what's weird. The Bengals got better, but people still I, – I think it's just because they're the Bengals. That, like, no one buys into them. Uh, I think Mike Hilton, he did a uh, press conference a couple days ago, and he was the same thing. He was like, I'm hearing people doubt us, and he's like, it's, I'm going to be honest with you, it's because we're the Bengals. It's just because of the name. He's like, you're wrong. You know, we proved it last year, but we're just going to have to go and prove it again. It's extra motivation. So that's why I'll I tell think you, they I'll tell you what, though. I'll tell you what, though. This schedule is pretty tough. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's very tough. I think they have the second hardest schedule, like by opponent from last year, strength of schedule from opponent from last year, which doesn't really mean much. It always changes because these teams aren't going to be the same as they were last year. But I mean, yeah, look at the end of the schedule. They have chiefs, Browns, Buccaneers, Patriots, Bills, Ravens to end the season. That's well. And going further after the bye week Steelers, Titans, Chiefs, Browns, Buccaneers, Patriots, Bills, Ravens. That's nuts. Yeah. I don't know That's how insane. good the Steelers are going to be, but you better hope week three Mike White isn't the quarterback. <laughs> For the Jets? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because yeah. we know what he know. did to the Bengals last year. Yeah, I don't even know if he's still on the team. He has to still be on the team. But <laughs> Dude, yeah, that was that. so fun. <laughs> that was funny. Um, honestly, and I think Flacco was supposed to play that game, and I remember saying, I don't know who I was talking to, but I was like, I'd rather see Flacco. Who knows what you're going to get with this Mike White guy. No one's ever seen him play. And then what do you know? He goes out and throws for like 500 yards and we lose to the Jets. So yeah, he was um, he was ready to take Zach Wilson's job after that game. Although I think the whole world thought he was ready to take Zach Wilson's job. Like yeah, everyone next, was going nuts over him. The next game he throws like five interceptions. Right. No, yeah. I think the next two games, yeah, he threw like five over the next two. Did you hear – like he even said after the game, he was like, I thought I was the best or something like that. He's like, I should have been drafted number one overall after they beat the Bengals. And I think yeah, he was an undrafted free agent or a seventh round pick or something. That's always the kiss of death. <laughs> yeah, it's the confidence though. You gotta love the confidence. Um, no, I, lo- I but, love it. That was yeah. hilarious. Because I mean, at that point in the season, I was just like, oh, it's, you know, it's still a rebuilding year. At, you know, me and my expectations with Cincinnati yeah. sports. It's like I, I was just laughing. I'm like, we lose to what a third string quarterback. Yeah, yeah, it was third string because. Um, who yeah because Zach Wilson was hurt and then Joe Flacco was technically the backup I think and then he got for some reason got benched or they he just didn't play but I think they had COVID no I think they signed him the week of um that's what it was they signed him like the week of that after Zach Wilson got hurt and then I think their backup I don't know who their backup was got COVID and then they brought Joe Flacco in to be the third string and then he'd only been there a couple days so they let Mike White play so it was technically, I think, the fourth-string quarterback, but whatever. <laughs> they <laughs> let even... <laughs> Mike White play. Yeah, they let Mike White uh, All right, man, we're doomed anyway. Yeah, and it just – yeah, that was – hey, it's, it's okay. though. We, we went to the Super Bowl, so it doesn't matter. Um, we have talked but... way too long about this. <laughs> that is well, – yeah, yeah, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> Very true. Um, did you see – did you look at that Eagle schedule at all or not really? No, I mean, again, dude, I just 
I mean, I just look it up, whatever, whatever happens, yeah. whatever week comes right. up. But it actually looks fairly easy. I just pulled it up. Lions week one should be a win. That's nice. Yep. I mean, Washington's yeah. not great. Jaguars nope. aren't great. Nope. Oh, the beginning of the schedule is super easy. You got Lions, Vikings, Washington, Jaguars. That's a very easy opening schedule. Cardinals, yeah, Cowboys. It gets a little tougher, but. Tech. Texans, Texans, Chicago. I like that. That's pretty good. Giants. Well, obviously, you got the Giants on here twice. Well, their division just kind of sucks. So I, I saw helps. I saw people picking the Eagles to win the division. Yeah, after the draft, it's because they Why? had a really good draft. What's wrong with the Cowboys? I think it's just the then like everyone's down. Like everyone's so tired of hearing about the Cowboys, and then. They have they either you know the Dak got her obviously so that one year you you can do with that year whatever when they were bad they only won like five games, but they make it to the playoffs every year and they don't win in the playoffs. The they have less playoff wins, I think in the last I think they're like since ni- in the nineteen seventies and they have one playoff win since the nineteen eighties maybe. So it's just like I think people are just tired of hearing about them until it's the same thing just because they're the you Cowboys. Say, hold on, hold on. Did you say they have one playoff win since the eighties? Uh, no, not the eighties. They won the Super Bowl in the nineties. Sorry. Um, maybe it was since the, maybe it was since their last Super Bowl. Yeah, because they won back to back. Yeah, they won like back to back Super Bowls in the nineties, right? Or three out of four or something in the early nineties. They won a couple Super Bowls in there. Um, yeah. but yeah, maybe it was since their last Super Bowl. But it was some crazy stat where it's like them and the Browns have one win since a certain year. So I think it's one of those things that like again, until you prove it again, like we got to stop piping up the Cowboys just because of the Cowboys. They're no longer America's team, in my opinion. I don't know. but um, I yeah, never understood I, I, the America's team thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, well, I think it's just because they were always on TV when you can only watch, like, one game at a time. It was always that's the Cowboys. Point. Yeah. That's, so, why, that's, that's why the Celtics and the Lakers have such a big fan yeah, base. right. Exactly. It's because it's like what people watch growing up. But, yeah, no, I saw that they were favored to win the division, too. The A.J. Brown trade and the draft was really good. So, and I mean, as long as Jalen Hurts is decent, they absolutely have a chance. But uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. But yeah, schedule's always it's fun, but then it's so underwhelming once it comes out. It's like you wait for it, and then it's like they they release it, and you're like, okay, I can just move on with my life now. I think you know you know what that reminds me of. What the draft? <laughs> uh, fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. But the draft is at least like people and players. Like you already know who you're playing when the schedule comes out. You just don't know the order or like what time it's going to be at. But you already know who you're playing. At least with the draft, there is some of that suspense of like who's going to be a part of the team for the next four years. You know, I don't know. That's what makes it a little bit different for me. But yes, I will say that the draft is not one of my top when it or not the draft. The, when the schedule comes out, it's not one of my top three or four favorite days. It's always super underwhelming because it gets leaked throughout the day. And then ESPN and NFL Network still puts on this like hour show for the schedule release when everyone already knows the schedule for all their teams because it's been you know what, you know what they needed you know what they need to start doing with all these hmm. stupid stupid leaks like yeah especially with like NBA free agency and stuff mm-hmm. with stop making set dates and just fucking do it yeah I actually think that would be better and then, then make it, it to, then yeah. make it breaking news then like right. have have ESPN like. Tell like two of the anchors, like, "Hey, we just got the schedule. We're gonna do this live right now. Get ready," and then have it just like a live reaction. I think that's a good idea for like schedule specifically. Because absolutely. like, if you want to make it cool, I mean, you, 
someone's right. going to leak it to try to get some credit because everyone wants to be first. It's like that guy right. that you said had a Twitter account. It's like, what, what are we doing, dude? <laughs> like, who gives yeah. a fuck? Just, just play when you want to need, when you need to play the fucking team. It's right. Not that, right. not that difficult. Why do we have to make everything a thing? Right. Right. And I, I like, I get why the NFL does it because it builds suspense and it gives people something to talk about and write about. Well, it's but, content. Like, I agree. Yeah. Right. It's content. It's, it's content. Really content. And, yeah. And especially but, like, NBA season's almost over, and NFL obviously sells the most. So right, right. I think you're right, though. I I would like that a lot better if they just did some like random drop like out of nowhere, because then you can you kind of drop whatever you're doing, and you pay attention. You just know? have Roger Goodell just be like, "Here's the schedule." Like, <laughs> I'm sure that's what that, he used to do, and no one even knew what the schedule was. Yeah, yeah. Well, well yeah. No, that's I mean, before social media and like, you'd read. Like once a week, you'd read like what the reporter has to say about every sports topic, and you're like, oh. Then you hang on to that for a week, and then the next week, the narrative will change. And now it's every single day, every hour, there's a different narrative. Yep. I mean, how many times do we hear like Ben Simmons was playing, Ben Simmons is not playing, yep. or mm-hmm. yep, just like everyone, no, no or like where's Kawhi going to go next year? Everyone is like inside, and and like whoever knew about Kawhi knew nothing about Kawhi. Right. I don't know. No, it's yeah. just all everything's bullshit. <laughs> It's all, yeah, you're right. It's all for content. It's all for clicks and it's all for, you know, to get people to, to listen and tune in and stuff. No, I agree. I get that they're just trying to make more money. So it, it's a business and you, you got to do what you can, but I agree. It's, it's a little overplayed at this point. I think every, it's, it's funny. We have this, like, I feel like everyone has the same conversation every year where they're like, just release it. We do these leaks. It's annoying. But then next year, same thing's going to happen. People are going to be waiting and waiting. And it's just going to slowly leak out. So no, I'm with you. I think it, I think they should change the way they do. It's especially the schedule. It's fun. It's cool to know where they're going, but it's it's a little too much, I think, in my opinion. Um, We're also but, what like three or four months away from it starting, so. right? Well, this year was even worse because they, they announced like one game every day this week. So, like on Monday morning, one of the networks, like CBS, would announce a game. On Tuesday, ESPN announced a game that they're going to do. Uh, you know, Wednesday, they, and they announced one game at a time, and it's like just announce the damn games. Like, this is ridiculous. And that, yeah, I think that's why that just, guy made the Twitter account, which I thought was actually hilarious. And he, he he dug at the Bengals a little bit. And he was like, he didn't have a tweet that said, like, all you Bengals fans that are, that are riled up that, that you're not playing, you know, on Thanksgiving and not playing week one on Sunday Night Football. No one gives a shit about the Bengals. So relax. <laughs> so, point. Yeah, so I thought that was funny. I was like, got, yeah, you got a point. got a point. Besides people in Cincinnati, they're not really the they're not bringing in the the large largest viewership. <clears throat> so I thought that was funny because he's not wrong. Um, so yeah, but yeah, I mean, when you have a a franchise that never really wins, like yeah. no one's oh. going to care. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, you know what? Actually, it was I was listening to a podcast. I forget what podcast it was, but I was listening to one today, and they were talking about how like there's diehard fan, like there's good fan bases and fat fan, blah, bad fan bases, and uh, they were saying. Or he was saying that, like, no matter what team, like, no matter what the organization or what team is, if they're losing and they're having a very bad season, the fans aren't going to show up, right? Right. And so, like, when you know how like we joke about, like, oh, no Cincinnati fans, like, at Reds games or mm-hmm. at Bengals games, especially Reds games now, but um, people don't show up. That's basically everywhere, and the only reason – that people still show up in cities like New York and LA is because ticket prices go from like $300 to 
at the top on the top row to like $50 in the middle section. So people can actually afford to go there mm-hmm. and have an op- actually have an opportunity. I don't know why that just came to my mind, but yeah. when people talk shit about Bengals fans or the Bengals in general, it's like, well, we don't have as many people in our city. First of all, that's true. Yeah. So the Reds anyway. this year is a different story, I think, but um, <laughs> Reds <I don't>... <laughs> every year. <laughs> yeah. Well, this year's bad with like what the ownership said and, and stuff like that. This year's Reds are just and selling sad. and literally selling the whole team and, no, yeah, they unloaded the entire team and said, you know, they weren't profitable last year, so they needed another team to try so to make some money. Bad for Joey Votto, man. That guy uh, yeah, could be that, a Yankee and just like probably have multiple MVPs. Trying to end his career on a high note, type of thing. End his career on a high note, just be loved by everyone. Yeah, well, he is loved by Cincinnati fans, at least. That is the good news. He, he like, is, but I'm saying like no one really if. If you met, if I mentioned Joey Votto, back, so like in two, I think it was two thousand, was it two thousand twelve? No, two thousand sixteen. Two thousand twelve, they were good. Two thousand sixteen, the Reds sucked, but Joey Votto was so good. He led every category except for home runs, and that was when Stanton won. And the only reason Stanton won is because he hit the most home runs, and he was like a bigger face for the league, right? Mm-hmm. And if Votto played for 15 of the bigger markets. He would have won by a landslide. And it's just like the Cincinnati, like, we're a second-tier city. So Yep, it's the Cincinnati stigma. Absolutely. Anyway, this isn't a baseball podcast. I, know. I don't know why we're going <laughs> I don't know why tangents. we got into baseball. Yeah. All right, are you, are you, do you have anything else to say about the NFL? No, I think – I just think there's like, there are a couple, of like, good games. Like, I think the, they put Bills and Rams on Thursday night for week one. Like, that's an awesome opening season game. Bills are just a lot of fun to watch. The Rams, obviously. Oh, fun fact. Cool. I have a, mm-hmm. one of my buddies out here is a huge, like, diehard Bills fan. He said mm-hmm. that he, he bought two tickets in, like, the way upper deck. He's, he, he was joking around saying it was, like, the last row of, of the state of SoFi. And he, he spent $550 on two tickets. Jeez. Each they, or combined? Five combined. each? Okay, so they're, like, combined. 275 Okay, that's still a lot. <laughs> but think about I mean he's basically gonna be like hanging off the roof watching this. No, right. Well it was like the Super Bowl last year. Like I looked at tickets to go to the Super Bowl, but for those tickets that he got, they were like five grand. It's like I'm not spending five grand to go sit. Who's doing that? To, yeah, right. To, exactly. go, to go watch it on the Jumbotron where you can just watch right. it on TV. Right. Watch it in your comfort of your own home and get drinks for, you know, whatever. Buy a, a case of beer for fifteen bucks rather than buy $15 beers. No, exactly. I, I do I do have a friend out here who has season tickets, so I might, might yeah, have to I, hang, I, out, I, hang out with him for a, for a while and just to be like, hey, man, how, go to a game how about this How about this week one matchup? We going or yeah. what? Yeah. <laughs> I would like to go to SoFi, though. It does look like a really cool stadium. Dude, I, I, went to, there. I went to two games last year, and it was when they played the Cardinals twice. Played, uh, it was like week four, and the conference championship. Conference championship. It was, dude, it was sick. It was so sick. No, yeah, the stadium looks unreal. I want to go see the stadium at some point. Um, I do. I want to try and get to a road game this year. I'm thinking I, I want to go to Dallas maybe week two. I think that would be fun. Um, oh, that'd be go cool. to Jerry World. I've never been to Jerry World, so I think that'd be fun. Um, but then, yeah, <laughs> Packers at Buccaneers, another good game. You got the old guys week three, Rodgers and, and Brady, probably one of the last times you see them play together um chiefs bucks it seems like the buccaneers are on at like 
they they every other week they're on a night game because it's like a farewell tour for yeah right for Tom Brady. So like and it's like the Chiefs, the Rams, the Packers. Um, it's all the big games. So and I know the Bengals play the the Bucks. I think like week fifteen. So that'll be that'll be a fun one too. But no, I think that's all I had for for schedule. It was just cool to see where. You know, the, the fact that the Bengals got five night games and then just see some of these other games. Um, it, lo- it looks like a very strong schedule this year because the AFC is just loaded. So it'll be a fun year, I think. I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I got. Yeah. That's all I got. Um, I, ha- I did have uh, – I was looking on Instagram today, and I like to look up, like, the dumb headlines that people just, like, say. Mm-hmm. And Adam Lefko, do you know who that is? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's the bleacher, he said, bleacher report, bleacher report guy. Bleacher report, right? yeah. yeah. He said Jalen Hurts does something we've never seen, and he's saying that he's going to be the first quarterback to pass for over four thousand yards and rush for one thousand yards. And I think, like, I listened to his point. Like, yeah, he has the talent to run, and the and obviously he can throw a little bit. But does he know there's an extra game and? Everyone in the NFL just throws the ball now. Yeah, I so throwing I also, for four thousand yards isn't like four thousand yards deal. isn't like the craziest right. thing ever. Right, four thousand yards is not the big deal anymore. Um, in two thousand two, like, it is. Right, honestly, if you don't throw for four thousand yards at this point or get close, it's kind of like you had a bad year. That's where we're at in the NFL. And Jalen Hurts also isn't like he can run, but he's. I don't see him as like a run first quarterback though. I, I think the thousand yards rushing. Well, he's not. Be. He's not. He's not run first, but you know, like right. They're gonna. They're gonna design some plays. You know, the R, you yeah. Know, he's they love. They love the RPOs. You know, that's mm-hmm. that's like the thing now. But yeah, I just no, I just I, laugh because I'm like people are just trying to find something to talk about. Oh yeah, this. I mean, this is the dry time of year. This is where. This is why everyone freaks. Like we were saying before, it's why everyone freaks out about the schedule because it's something to talk about other than, other than like. I don't need because there is nothing else to talk about other than like the the other one that's even worse is like when the like people tweet out the rookie contracts that are signed and it's like these contracts are already in place and guaranteed like wherever you get drafted your contracts are already set and then we just have people reporting on the contracts and it's just like of course they're going to sign their contracts they're rookies like they have no other choice <laughs> so it's like they don't have a choice like you either sign it and get your money and play, or you don't sign it and you don't get your money. Like it, it, it so <laughs> that one, that one bothers me the most. Cause it's just like at, with the new CBA, like they're wherever you're drafted, you already have like a, a amount of money you're going to make. It's not like you can negotiate it. You can negotiate some of the language and stuff, but it, it's just that time of year where there's nothing else to talk about. So this is what people have to talk about. And, and now the next three weeks or next month is going to be filled with predictions. They're going to go down every team, and everyone's going to Oh, I love predictions. <laughs> they're just going to go down and say, you know, this is my – they're going to break down the weeks, and then they're going to say, hey, they're going to go 10-7 and seven or whatever. They're going to miss the playoffs, and then the predictions aren't going to make sense because one team, they're going to pick, like, Bengals, Buccaneers. The same guy's going to pick the Bengals to beat the Buccaneers, and then later – 30 minutes later, they're going to do the Buccaneers. He's going to pick the Buccaneers to beat the Bengals. And it's not going to make sense. And, yeah, so we got that to look forward to at least. But, um, yeah, I this is the dry time NFL, which is a bummer because 
after the draft, it kind of just goes downhill until you get to about that July, August once training camp comes up and running. So, but yeah. we do have we do have NBA at least still. We still have NBA. Yeah, I was going to say we do there. we do have the playoffs. So there, there's yes. something to talk about there. Um, it is crazy though that the you know the draft pulls in more than NBA playoff games. M- NFL is just a money maker, but um, oh, I know that you, me. yeah, <laughs> not, but I know you you have no interest in that. So, but, uh, no, but yeah, the NBA. My my days consist of me listening to basketball podcasts and watching basketball games. Mm-hmm. Um, but one game that just ended and the series just ended, I don't know if you watched it at all. Uh, you probably didn't, but no, Miami, yeah, Miami just beat the 76ers. Yep, I did see and, it. I didn't watch any of it, but I did see that they won. But we knew this was going to happen because James Harden only took – first of all, he played 42 minutes and only took nine shots. What? Took nine shots. No free throw attempts. I mean, does this guy what? Like even even try? 43 minutes, he only shot the ball right, nine if times. You're the, if you're the 76ers, here we, here we go talking about the other team and not the Heat again. But <laughs> uh, if, you're, if you're the 76ers, he's obviously going to pick up his option, right? But how are you going to yeah. extend him to pay him $60 million when he's 37 years old? Yeah, you can't. You can't. Dude, what did he? I mean, like, what happened? Like, what happened to him? I'm so confused. I can't believe he shot the ball nine he's, times. He's he's got. I don't. I don't know. Like you, you think he's probably hurt, but he played 42 minutes. Yeah, <laughs> he made, played the entire game basically. But it, um, yeah, and I mean, and Joe Joel Embiid is hurt. He played 44 minutes. Yeah, Dude, I mean, yeah, he's got playoffs. a broken broken face, uh, torn up thumb. I mean, they, they gave yeah. up. They gave up Ben Simmons, Seth Curry, and Andre Drummond to basically get a role, like a shitty role player that has to have a role because he's of his name money. and his name and his, yeah, like, his name and his contract. They would have been better if they just kept Seth Curry and Andre Drummond. Yeah, you're probably right, man. I, yeah, I, he I only, can't believe that he only averaged 18 points in the series too, with Embiid missing some time too. Dude, he I think he averaged twelve shots a game. I'm not, I don't know if that's let's see. Completely. He averaged thirteen. Yep. Thirteen 13. shots a game. I wonder what his I mean, career is compared to that. <laughs> it's got probably be, uh, twenty-two. Yeah, it's not even close. I mean man. Yeah, so I didn't watch I didn't watch this game, so like I didn't even I didn't really notice that like I wouldn't have known that he only had twelve shots unless he told me that. Or nine shots, but holy yeah. I mean, That's dude, sad. when when Shake Milton is basically shooting as much as you are, you know that there's an issue. But Miami, Miami wins. They move on. Mm-hmm. They're probably going to play the Bucks. Um, they won without Kyle Lowry basically the whole series. He played in Game Four where they lost, and they sat him again. But Miami is just solid. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if they could. I don't Damn, know Jimmy if beat the Bucks. Jimmy Butler's Jimmy, been playing so. He good. shot ball twenty nine times today. Oh uh, no, he's not a good shooter. But man, <laughs> wow. is he is he an engine? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Look at this. Yeah. Look at this. This starting lineup. PJ Tucker took nine shots, uh, and Jimmy Butler took twenty nine shots. What? I mean, he was just feeling it. I guess. <laughs> Oh 29 shots, 32 points. Not very <laughs> yeah, efficient. not a good, yeah, not a good ratio. But I mean, that's all right. 
we love Jimmy. So that's there's right. been a, there's been a ton of like weird injuries going on here. But anyway, the Heat make it. Um, yep. Like we thought they would. Like we thought they would. I called it a boring series before, and I almost was. It was was uh, was wrong it was, about it, but no, nah, it was pretty boring. It was the one I had the least interest in. I would say and the only jo- time where it wasn't boring is when Joel and B kind of surprisingly came back for Game Three. That was do the only think, time I was like, oh, okay. Do you think if Embiid was 100%, this would have been different? I still think the Heat probably would have won, but I think it would have been a little bit more competitive. Um, you know, I it, it did go to six games, but I don't know. I just – I never felt that the Heat weren't going to win this series. Like, I was never in doubt, you know, if that makes sense, even though he was coming back. Um, it, felt, so I, I, it felt a lot like the bubble championship where it was the Heat versus the Lakers – and the Heat were just like kind of happy to be there. It right. still went. It still went six games, but no one thought the Heat were going to win, especially with Bam out of bio not playing. Right. But but yeah, so that one's over. We can, we're done talking about that because like, every yeah. time I look at the Sixers, I just feel like I'm I'm bored talking about it already. Yeah. So um, actually, real quick, what? How did you? And it's kind of has to do with the Sixers. How did you feel about uh, the MVP voting? Oh, I was gonna I was gonna ask you about that later, but oh, are you? Talk yeah. About, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, let's just talk about it now. Um every year, every single year, there's always a backlash on who wins. Yeah. And what pisses me off what the NBA does is they wait until after one round of the playoffs or like a round and a half, and they like slowly roll out the awards. Yeah. And people and people are so attached to what's going on in the playoffs and think like how is Jokic going to win MVP and he's about to get swept by the Warriors, even though they didn't get swept with the five games, gentlemen sweep. Um, but like Jokic, without Jokic on Denver, they're winning 10 games. <laughs> that team is yeah. so bad. That team yeah. is so bad. Their second best player is, is who, Austin Rivers? Like, Yeah, it, probably. It's, no, it's yeah. not even close. Like Embiid, Embiid and Giannis had great years. There's always going to be guys that could have won it. There's always going to be that like, oh, this is so close. Like, who should we give it to? But Jokic was the obvious fa- favorite, or uh, I think he was the obvious like, winner Pick. of it yeah. because he he played better than he did last year. Like a lot. He what, what was the record he broke this year? The he scored like. Scored like a certain amount of points and like had a certain amount of rebounds and assists. First player to ever do it. Anyway, uh, it's, I'm blanking on it, but he carried this team to a six seed. Didn't he have to? Didn't he have to go to the play playing game and just ran into a hot Warriors team? Right, and, and I don't think anyone expected him to really beat the Warriors either. Um, and it's also a regular season award. Joel Embiid right. was hurt for a little bit. Um, Giannis like played fine but not like holy shit he's the mvp he kind of like snuck in i think he came in third yeah he kind of just like snuck in the third place yeah Yeah. i think uh Embiid was second but no i think i think you're right i think it's one of those things that the playoffs definitely have a factor on who in terms of like the that the audience response or the the fan response because i think you're right i think he probably deserved to win because he was the most valuable player for his team, kind of like you said. Because without him, they are garbage. Um, they don't <laughs> obviously they don't make the playoffs, but like they are horrible. 
So like, and I think that kind of points to the the purpose of the award. It reminds me of a lot of like when Derrick Rose won it. Uh, you know, I don't know how many years it's been, like 10 years. He wasn't the best player in the – like, he obviously was not the best player in the NBA, but that year, Carlos Boozer and Joe Kim Noah missed, like, the entire season, and they, they clinched the one seed in the East. And Derrick Rose, you know, just – he he had an unbelievable season, but it was only like – he averaged, like, 25 points and seven assists, which nowadays is not anything crazy, right? Yeah, but that, but that argument – that's that's that went down or has been going down as the worst MVP ever. <laughs> I've heard multiple okay. people say like okay, it's yeah. it's the worst MVP to ever been given. It's like the Russell Westbrook one. It's like oh he put up stats, but what else did he do? You know, See, but his stats like, weren't even that great. Like they were solid, but I think it was just the fact that he he with like he carried the team to the one seed. So I no, just, I'm with hey, I didn't say it. I, I know right, I know right. you and your boy. Derrick Rose, but I'm just saying that people say that Derrick Rose's MVP was the worst MVP ever given out. Which honestly, I I wouldn't disagree with it that much. I wouldn't say it's the worst MVP. He's ever also given he's out. also the youngest one to ever yeah, win, right? He was right. like, 20, was 20, like 20, 22? twenty, like twenty two. No, I, he might yeah, twenty one or twenty two. He was yeah, he was very young. Um, but again, I, I think it was just like for the impact he had on the team. You know what I mean? Like if you're looking at it as the most valuable player that is where I kind of see this one falling in. Um, but yeah, no, I just, I was a little, I was a little surprised by the backlash it got as well. Um, I also think it's hilarious how the NBA does their, their like awards. And like, kind of like you said, they just kind of like sneak them in and sneak them out randomly. Whereas the NFL, again, going back to the, like what they do, they have like an entire show that they break down and they promote it for like a month before they do the show. It's just so different how the, how the two leagues work. So I thought that was funny. I just noticed how different they did it. Um, but, but yeah, no, I think it was probably the right choice. Overall, I think it was the right choice. I wouldn't have Listen, been that mad if, if they gave it to Embiid though. I would have been fine if they gave it to Embiid. That would have been. No, fine. no, no, no. Either, either are good, but or, Giannis, yeah. or, uh, Jokic just had the best. He, I mean, he just had to do so much, man. Like not having Jamal Murray and yep. Mm-hmm. I, like I'm, I can't even think of the second guy on that team. I'm thinking like Aaron Gordon. No, um, they don't have uh, what's his name, the kid Michael Porter Jr. Yep, he nope. was hurt all year. Like they, they're two of the three highest paid players were gone, and he took him to a six seed, which is in the West is really good, you know. So, uh, yeah, I, I think I, I just think the what season before the playoffs start because every year it's. It's whoever, like whoever's not playing well in the playoffs. So, like, how how possibly could they give it to this guy? You know, right? Whoever is not the hot hand in the playoffs or carrying their team to you know the conference finals. I know I agree, but yeah, if you want to know, uh, Monte Morris was their second highest scorer at fourteen points per game. So. Exactly. <laughs> Demarcus exactly. Cousins. Demarcus Cousins was the fifth high, highest point scorer on their team which is just well he played like six games i know but still like demarcus cousins man he really speaking of demarcus cousins he was a rookie when your boy derrick rose won uh the mvp was he yeah was he yeah i think that was derrick rose's third year so derrick rose derrick rose was one dwight howard was second that's wild yeah that is crazy lebron was third kobe was fourth durant was fifth yeah, that was just a that that was just a bad year. I think I think you're right. That was just a bad year. It was a weird year because that was, was the year, year that uh, the Mavs won and LeBron, you know, had that meltdown. Oh, that's right. Yep, that's right. Uh, they won four two, right? 
Yeah, LeBron like had eight points in Game Six. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Just <laughs> yep. Wow. Yeah, that was. I remember that. My oh. LeBron loving phase, but um. Anyway, so <clears throat> we're going to go into the next game, which was probably my favorite game that I've watched. Mm-hmm. Uh, this playoffs was very Bucks fun Ce- game. Bucks Celtics, dude. I there was what like twenty something seconds left when Bobby Porter's got a rebound and just totally whiffed on like airballed a layup, and I was texting the group chat. I'm like, no way did Bobby Porter <laughs> just do that. And it's then Porter's, he man. then he redeemed himself. <laughs> And got the offensive rebound and put it back, dude. That was, that was nuts. I know they went on yeah. like an eleven-two run. Uh, the Bucks did coming in in the last like two minutes, something like that. But I thought the Celtics had it, and it seemed like every time Jalen Brown got uh, got a shot off, it was going in. Marcus Smart was playing well. Jason Tatum was like nowhere to be found. Yeah, he really was quiet. He had a really quiet game. But then a bunch of like then Pat Connaughton was doing stuff. I mean the whole the whole Bucks team was just so they're both these teams are so solid. I know, and that's what stinks. I kinda wish this was the Eastern Conference Finals. Because oh, <laughs> because Miami Sixers is just like uh Yeah. I I heard I, I think it was Ryan Rosillo. Was it Ryan Rosillo? Talking today, he's like the Bucks are about to punch their ticket to the NBA Finals, and I'm like, "Oh man!" Yikes! Yeah, that's, <laughs> yikes. yikes! I was laughing so hard. I'm like, "Oh, that that that's brutal, man." That Miami sucks. Beef. Yeah, no but love. I mean, but that's kind of the same thing that we've said on this, like every all three times. It's just like they're just there. They're very solid, and they're just there. So, like, it's that no it, flashiness. That's what it usually you know. comes down to. Whoever is the best player on the court usually wins. And, yep. and we've talked about this. Miami Heat have two, maybe three guys that are third stars on any team. So, like, Giannis or Tatum are going to be the best players on the court in that next series. And yep. regardless, yep. you know, that's usually that's usually what wins it. Usually yeah, wins I do it. think. I do think – who do you think would be a better series between – who do you think the Heat have a better chance of beating, I guess? The Celtics. You think Celtics? Yeah, probably. Just because Giannis. Because um, Giannis, I think Middleton's going to come back. Yeah. Um, That's a good point. I keep forgetting that he – really big. I know Miami has, like, pretty good defense, but you're not going to be able to play Duncan Robinson again. I'm not sure what Tyler Hero is going to be able to do for your own defense. And then you're really relying on Tatum or not Tatum uh, and uh, Bam Adebayo to like really shut down those two guys. And then on the Buck side, you have Drew Holiday, who's probably going to lock up Jimmy Butler and have his way with whatever guard is guarding him on the other side. So I honestly think if the Bucks pull this off, because I think we both said the Celtics were going to make the the finals. Yep, we did. I mean, we'll find out tomorrow if the Celtics can come back, but they have to play the Bucks on the um, the Bucks at home, or mm-hmm. yeah, the Bucks are at home tomorrow. But yeah, man, I don't know. Both teams are so good. I really wish this was the conference finals, and mm-hmm. not the semifinals. But damn, I didn't realize Jason Tatum had thirty four points yesterday. Yeah, but he has like a million shots. Yeah, twenty nine. Jimmy Butler's stat line right there. 
yeah. <laughs> um, but no, yeah. Th- so this one, it was a really good game. It came down to the wire. What the Bucks were down? What were they down? Like fifteen coming into the fourth? I want to say it was fifteen. Um, yeah, fifteen. They were down fifteen coming into the fourth. So that like obviously it was a good game. But the reason I love this game, it was my only bet that I won of the entire week. Um, <laughs> so that was that was big for me. I really needed also, a, a boost there. Also. Pat Connaughton hit friendly fire, hit Giannis in the face, and Giannis was bleeding for the last three minutes. Yeah, that's just Giannis pretty sick. A, it was, Giannis had a great game again. Shocker. He hit he hit a miracle three pointer because I'm sure every time the Celtics see him pull up from three, they are just cheering. Right. I saw a stat that he was like two for seventeen in in this uh, this series, and he was like two for eighteen in the last series from three. So Holy shit. I didn't realize it was that bad. He went two for five last night. Yeah, and he hit two. He, hit, he hits two threes in the last like five minutes. Yesterday. Right, right. Yeah, see, he's allowed to take twenty-seven shots because he makes sixteen, seventeen of them. So uh, well, a yeah. lot of them are in the paint. Too, <laughs> right, so. I know, but still, it's still like you're gonna. That's someone you want taking twenty upwards of twenty, thirty shots. Not Jimmy Butler, but I do love Jimmy Butler though. He's my boy. So yeah, but he's one of my favorite players in the league. Yeah, that, that was probably the best. NBA playoff game. Uh, maybe not this year, but that was the one I was most interested in throughout this entire playoffs, personally. Dude, that, la- um, that last, that final quarter was nuts. Well, yeah, you were texting us going crazy. So that, that yeah, was also, that was part of the fun was like seeing how hyped up you were. So, oh, I, I have, I have no, <laughs> I have, like, I, you know, I didn't gamble on the game. I was just like yeah. enjoying myself. I have right. no, uh, I'm not a fan of either team. So yeah, you're just know, watching good fun. basketball. I just yeah, like good basketball. It's, it's kind of like I said basketball. last week. It's when you don't really have a team that's competitive. At least you just kind of root for good basketball. Like I hate seeing yep. blowouts. And speaking of blowouts, what the <laughs> fuck happened to Dude, the Warriors? Yesterday? I was so I was so confident in my uh, my. I think that I had the Warriors. They they were giving four points. I was I had never been so confident in a bet in my entire life. And well, then like I turned there's no, no draw. Well, yeah, it just it, yeah, exactly. And I was just like, okay, the series is over. Like, it it just it feel it felt like one of those things that it, it felt like it was going to be a Warriors like twenty point blowout, right? Because of the injuries and just because it was like, but I get they rallied around the fact that no draw and I did I don't know I turned it off I think two minutes into the second quarter. I want to yeah, say that was like. It, um... It wasn't it was even not worth fun watching. To watch. It was. It was so. Oh God. What was? What would? What did the final score end up being? I don't even know. It was one thirty-four to ninety-five, but it only shit. only because the whole fourth quarter, it was all bench players. Yeah, yeah, for but, both teams. Yeah, yeah. It was. Uh, what was it like one eleven to like sixty something? <laughs> so I think after it, there was a record. It was like a, they set a record after three quarters, like the deficit was like 50 points, something like that. But, Holy but the, the John Morant thing, did you know that the Grizzlies were 20 and five in the regular season without jaw? Were they really? I did 20, not know that. 20 See? and five. Mike, this is stuff you got to tell me before I make these bets. <laughs> so plays back. I was thinking about that, but I'm like, ah, it's the playoffs. But then I was yeah. thinking like the Warriors might be like kind of lazy with it and be like oh we got this no draw it's going to be easy but it's really hard to do that when every player in the starting lineup 
shoots over 80%. <laughs> no, right. And it, I don't think, obviously no one saw this coming. And this is, I think, I do think the Warriors take care of business in the, in the next game. But yeah, I just, it just, to me, it felt like one of those games where Jog gets hurt. He's not playing. Morale's going to be low for the Grizzlies. You know, Warriors are the better team anyway. And I like, I just couldn't believe what I watched for about 30 minutes last night. And then I was just like, this is not worth my time at this point. And I was also upset because I knew I wasn't going to win my bet. So the money that I won um, in the previous game just went right down the tubes. And I was like over five leading up to that game in the last like, this, five days. So. Does this game make you worried about your Warriors pick to go to the finals? Uh, no, I don't think so. I think you can also see it from the other side, though. Like, yeah, the, you know, the Grizzlies might have been down because Ja was hurt, but also the Warriors could have just been a little bit overconfident because do Ja you wasn't think, playing. Do you think that the Warriors had the same mentality when the Bengals played Mike White? Yes, I think that is exactly the mentality they had. We, that is a perfect we, comparison. We do callbacks here. Yes, <laughs> that was a perfect comparison. Absolutely. Because that same thing with the Bengals, they were coming off a big win against the Ravens. And I think they were five and two at that point. And so, yeah, they were going to play the Jets who had two wins or one win. And not that the Grizzlies are the Jets by any means, but your, you know, star player is out. You're the Warriors. You're used to winning. And yeah, I think they just were a little overconfident. Or maybe, hey, maybe they just wanted to go win at home. You know, I don't know. <laughs> but you want to know? You want to hear a crazy stat about the Warriors, real quick? Yeah. <clears throat> Steph Curry is shooting thirty-two percent from three. Clay Thompson shooting twenty-eight percent. Well, Clay is like a shell of himself. But yeah, go ahead. And uh, Jordan Poole is the last two games is averaging eight points after averaging twenty-five points in the first three. Wow. Yeah. So. Yeah. Hey, but go through your cold spell now. When you were up 3 1, you got a bad couple games, it doesn't matter. I still feel good about them making the finals. I, I do, I do too. Good. I don't I don't think they're gonna lose either. No. It's pretty crazy. I heard um the guy who works for the Grizzlies, I listen to his podcast. Uh his name's Chris Vernon. He uh he said that in two thousand was it two thousand fifteen or two thousand sixteen? Remember Tony Allen? Yes. He's like Great defender, if you don't know who that yep. is. Um, I'm talking to the audience here, not you, Brian. No, sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he was, like, one of the best defenders of all time. Like, you know, just just great. Played for the Grizzlies back in the day when they had the, you know, that great defense or whatever. Anyway, I'm rambling. Um, he said that Tony Allen was put on Clay Thompson back, you know, when the Warriors were basically a dynasty. Yeah. And – this series, Tyus Jones has been the one guarding Clay Thompson. And Tyus Jones is probably the worst defender on the floor when he's on the floor. Yep. Yeah. So I, I, I think, think that's pretty that nuts. He, you think that's a testament to the type of season that he's well, had? Tyus Jones is also only six feet tall and Clay Thompson's six seven. Yeah. Tyus Jones, yeah, he's Duke. He's yeah. I, Interesting. I did not know that. I didn't realize that. Huh. Yeah. So that's, I, that's kind of sad. Honestly, it's, that's the only thing I'd be scared of with the Warriors is clay just not playing well at all. Like he's basically just no. a role, role player. 
right. at this point. But which is understandable. I mean, he came off of missing two years, so like, yeah, it, yeah. it is what it is. But um, his regular season wasn't horrible. He just, you know, he just wasn't. He, has, he hasn't played. Well. He hasn't played in two years. He's probably right. not in shape. You know, right? There's new guys around him. Right. He's got exactly. to find his role with Jordan Poole playing as well as he's been playing. They have a lot of guards. Um, when Gary of- when Gary Payton was healthy, like I'm sure it was tough to find a lineup that all four of those guys could play together. And then you add Wiggins, and then you add Draymond, and no one's no one in that lineup is over six eight. Mm-hmm. So, yep. I think that's. I think if the Suns come out. They're down by twenty right now as we're talking. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, I was. I was. I pulled up the score. I was like, e. <laughs> yeah. It's. A, I think the Suns are gonna pull it out, but it's gonna be a tough one. Uh, I think they're gonna have a problem not be able to match up with with Aiden and beyond and how good Bianco's been coming off the bench. Yeah, and I do think the Suns probably win this. I mean, they're not. Gonna, I don't think they're gonna win tonight. Obviously, they're down twenty with in the third quarter, which is. Did not see that coming. You called that though. You said you said Dallas was going to win tonight. Yeah, but um, I also said that the Sixers are going to win. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I'm picking fifty, man. Yeah, it's, and that's yeah. That's why we. That's why you don't gamble because you get. That's exactly why I don't gamble. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I need to stop doing it, but um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I still think the Suns win this series. Um, I just think they're the way better team personally. Um. But yeah, no, I could see the Suns giving the Warriors some trouble. I don't know why though. I just think I just kind of feel like not it's not like a destiny year for the Warriors, but I I just feel like I, I'm surprised by what they've done this year. And I would like I would honestly like to see them win. I know they were kind of like a dynasty. No one likes to see the dynasty, but I would like to see the Warriors win. So that's why I think they're going to win. They're but, just so they're just so lovable. And yeah, right. they had a lot of this is not the Warriors' year because they've Draymond was out for a long time. Mm-hmm. Clay just came back. Then Curry was gone at the end of the season. So like those guys have barely played with each other. And like I said, they're still trying to find their their lineups because you have you have to add Wiggins, Poole, uh, Kaminga is starting to play a lot more. Um, they don't have a they don't have a traditional big besides is it Looney that they play, but like. Well, Wiseman's supposed to be there big, right? Yeah, but, but he's not going to come back till next right, year. Right. And then, like, Otto Porter randomly gets played. Um, Bielitsa can't stay on the court. So, it's, like, all these guys that there's – they just don't have any bigs, man. That, that's, yeah, it's, it is a strange oof. group. It is a strange group. Um, but how – like, I think this would cement – I know Steph Curry's legacy doesn't need to be cemented anymore, but I think this would be – I saw something, and I know it was fake, um, or at least I'm pretty sure it was fake, where it was like Draymond was saying that if if we win the championship this year, this should put um, Steph Curry – like Steph Curry wants to win so badly this year because he thinks it'll cement his legacy as one of the top, like, five NBA players of all time. So I don't I don't know if it was, like, the quote was true or not. I can't remember who tweeted it. But um, I do think this would really – put a stamp on his legacy because they were not supposed to win the championship this year. No, not at all. But it, yeah, it, okay. So if Steph Curry, let's say the Warriors win the, win the championship and Steph mm-hmm. is finals MVP, is he a top 10 player ever for you? 
Probably. I think he completely changed the game. I think he revolutionized revolutionized how basketball's played. So you'd have so him over yes. would you have him over let's say like Durant, Kobe. No, probably probably not, not Durant Shaq. Kobe. Probably not Shaq. So those three guys I think are in the bottom like either right. in the top the ten or trying to get in the top ten. Maybe K D, but not Kobe and Shaq. But maybe K D. I 100% agree with you. Not Kobe and Shaq. But, like, I'm trying to think of who would be a good comparison. It's hard just trying to think of these. Like, there's, Well, the thing is, there's no, there's no one in the top ten like him because he was, right, he's, he's a right. point guard and he's a shooter. And, like, and that's kind of my point is that he just is this complete – like, we never saw anything like him before, you know? Yeah. But, I mean, I he, he made the game – he changed the game, man. I mean, yeah, he made it more fun. I think there's there's no oh I I, I love threes. I could watch yeah. people shoot threes all day, mm-hmm. and I think there's that stat that I think we mentioned last podcast that more people almost three hundred million more views of Steph Curry than LeBron. I don't think you I don't think you said that. Why don't you say that again? I don't think I've heard that. I saw something on Instagram. It said, um, "Everyone talks about like." faces of NBA like LeBron or Durant or you know Luca and I think there was like 600 million uh views of Steph Curry and the next closest was 325 by LeBron just looking up like YouTube videos of of those guys so I believe it it's he's like he was I mean he's the younger like when we were growing up it was LeBron so he Steph Curry is kind of like the LeBron of the younger generation. Yeah, so that that yeah, makes we, sense. We kind of we kind of got a mix of Kobe and LeBron. Yeah, like Kobe and Kobe. LeBron. Yeah, Kobe and Shaq. Like I remember watching Kobe and Shaq all the time. Yeah, we saw we got the end of Shaq. We got the end of Shaq. Like yeah. I remember, I remember him on like the Heat. We got and... we got big Shaq. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Right. We didn't get the dominant. I mean, he was still dominant, but we did not get the like MVP Shaq. No. Um. But would you so you would put Steph Curry in your top ten then? If if you just <sighs> like if not even naming players, if you just said, Hey, you have to fit him into your top ten. Here here's my thing on this. It's really tough for me to pick top ten players. Um I can give you maybe a top five, but I think the most fair thing to do in this is to give you a lineup of who I'd want. Mm-hmm. So Steph that's, Curry, okay. that's- that's fair. Steph I, Curry would be my point guard, and I'd put him over Magic mm. because you don't really like Magic can't shoot threes. But he, I mean, I'm sure if he played now, he, he'd learn how to. It's the same thing. It's like the argument with Jordan. Like I'm sure if you put Michael Jordan in this era, he'd be shooting the hell out of threes. Yep. But I mean, if we if we want to do this exercise now, I, I'd go. I go Steph at the one, Jordan at the two, Kobe at the three, LeBron at the four, and Shaq at the five. Sounds like a phenomenal lineup to me. Yeah, it'd be tough. It'd <laughs> no, be tough to beat that one. No, I and I agree with you. I think the fact that Steph can shoot kind of probably puts him above some of those other point guards. At least you know if you had to, due to you know kind of a little bit of versatility and just just because. But yeah, no, I, I understand. It's also hard doing top 10 players just because they all play different positions and it's hard to categorize different different eras different i'm just eras. talking about like the dominance that all those guys i just listed had yeah. was just I, out of control 
I do think I like the more I think about it, I think I would put Steph over KD though, because I think he changed the game more. So I agree. I mean, KD's up there. Tim Duncan's up there. Kareem yeah, Magic. Yep. Dude, Obviously no one, Michael. no one talks about Ken, Tim Duncan. Yeah, so, I know. Yeah, he's like the silent assassin kind of. It's part. It's also part of his like his his um his thing. Yeah. Yeah, his thing. He's just silent, and he. I love Tim Duncan though. He's a good player, obviously. But, um, <laughs> but yeah. So um, I still think I still. Sorry, we kind of got off track there a little bit. But Suns are going to lose tonight. But I do think they probably still handle business. What about you? Think Dallas or Suns? I think it'd be fun if Dallas beats the Suns. I... Yeah. I tell you what, man. You need to tell. Uh, you need to ask your girlfriend if Jalen Brunson flopped like this in high school because. <laughs> It, he, had, he had uh, Jason Kidd review a foul, and if you saw his reaction, you would have thought he got punched in the face. And then they went to the, the um, replay, and he didn't get touched. Yeah. Yeah, I'll ask. I'll, I'll Luke is the same week. way, man. They, they're a bunch <laughs> of floppers, and then you have Chris Paul on the other side. This is like – this is what that's, Hollywood wants. Yeah, they just this, want all these actors out there. That's part of the NBA, though. That's kind of what you get with the NBA sometimes. You know, I don't know dude. But, I feel like Luca. Luca complains after everything. Yeah, I love yeah. watching Luca, but oh my god. Yeah, LeBron complains a lot too. You know, James Harden complains a ton. A LeBron's, lot of these guys. LeBron's never committed a foul in his career. <laughs> right. That's a very good point. Very good point. Were you? I heard you say earlier, were you a LeBron like? Oh, fan? I used to love. I used to Did love you? LeBron. Yeah, I, I used to. That. I used to say that he was going to be better than Jordan by the end of his career, but then. then you we, well, so so briefly, I'll explain. Um, I enjoyed him on the Cavs. I didn't love him because I was a Kobe guy. Mm-hmm. And then when he went to the Heat, I was so I have this like really bad habit of liking things that people don't like. Yeah. So like when people when people were hating on LeBron, I started feeling sympathy towards him, and then I like kind of watched him more and more, and I loved how he was playing like the villain. I'm like, oh dude, there's no way he's not gonna be better than Jordan. And then I saw, so then the first finals against the Mavs, I saw how he quit, and that kind of brought it down a little bit. And then he wins two more, so it built it built right back up. I'm like, oh okay, here it is. But then, like, the, the second championship with the Ray Allen thing, I'm like, ooh, he got bailed out. Mm-hmm. And then when he basically quit on the heat again after Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh kept getting hurt, and then he bounces going back to Cleveland after they just rebuilt their team after LeBron just left it in shambles, I was just like, dude. Yeah, like, I think that was a turning point for a lot of people. I think that's a very, you know – Going back to Cleveland, I, I I think a lot of people liked going back to Cleveland, but like you made a good point where like after they rebuilt, he was like, oh, now I can actually win a championship. Yeah, so then so then they back. trade then they trade Wiggins away after the. Mm-hmm. Being, I'm not saying like like Wiggins obviously isn't as good as. Yeah, he didn't live up to the hype. Yeah, yeah, he didn't live up to what he was like. He was supposed to be the next LeBron. That's what everyone mm-hmm. talked about. Yep. But they trade Wiggins away and get Kevin Love. Kevin Kevin Love's role wasn't figured out until like his third year there. And he was basically just, hey, stay in the corner, maybe get a few rebounds kind of guy. Not using Kevin Love like what he was actually really good at, which is, you know, just a big body down low and he can pop out and shoot threes. Like he'd be such a good player on a good team now. Yeah. Um, 
but like they kind of ruined that. And then I love Kyrie. Like Kyrie is is always fun to watch. I mean, he's a weird dude, but he, he has the ball and string. And but anyway, so then all of a sudden, like Kyrie and LeBron start button heads, and then Kyrie yeah. dips, and then all the drama. Then he leaves Cleveland again, leaves the team in shambles again. I'm like, how do people still like this guy? Yeah, no, I think that's very like when you when you kind of put it in chronological order, it it yeah no it's it is crazy. I mean, GM LeBron, um, it's it's like he's it's, like a only child, and if he doesn't get what he wants, he's gonna throw a fit right. and leave, and, and and it's never his fault, kind of a thing. Yeah, I heard I actually heard something today. I actually saved on Instagram. Give me one second. It was about uh, Phil Jackson possibly being the coach for the Lakers next year. Yep. I think I saw that too. And or isn't he assisting in the the hiring search? Is that what it is? Y- right. Yes, but I think that he might. They someone said he might be the coach, but I can't find it right now. But uh, they basically said that he would rather trade LeBron and keep Westbrook. Really? And I don't that, understand that. That but... I don't buy. That I do not buy, but I mean, based on the year Westbrook had, but um, no. But I get it, here, here's the thing: if there's one player in the league that LeBron wouldn't be able to fit with, is Russell Westbrook. I know, I know. Like the, obviously, Russ isn't like a he's not a good shooter, and LeBron needs shooters. We've talked about yeah. this, but yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was never. I mean, I'll never forget when they traded for him. I was like, why the fuck? <laughs> would they do this yeah yep yeah i, I just I, I think we've talked about this too but i just remember all like the memes and stuff like start the championship now nets lakers and then it's just funny how it how it or like can we fast forward to the championship now why even play the games and then lakers don't make the playoffs and the nets get swept in the first round of the playoffs <laughs> oh i know it, it's, oh, just... it's hilarious that's why we play the games man that's why you play the games yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm enjoying it. I mean, it'd be cool. If, it's always good when you have the best players in the playoffs, like mm-hmm. LeBron and the Lakers, especially the Lakers being in the playoffs, you know. Yeah, but you get you get a lot of the young guys this year, at least. The nuance you know? the nuance right. of this playoffs right. is awesome because we, Which we is don't know. Cool. We literally right. don't know. It could be right. it, it could be Heat-Memphis. We don't know. Right. Yeah, very well could be. And it would be, you know – not I mean, shit. Right fraud, now, it, it but... <laughs> could be, it could be, it could be Dallas and Milwaukee. Yeah, which, which actually would be, I think, would be kind be, of fun to watch. It, it's kind of, it's actually pretty cool that uh, this is the last thing we can talk about. Then we'll look we'll yes, at that here. Yeah, but yeah. it's actually pretty cool that three international players were top three in the MVP voting. Oh, I need to really put that together. I didn't think about it that way, but yeah, no, that is cool. That is very cool. I think uh, I think Embiid is his time is coming. I think he's going to win one soon. Um, obviously, Giannis has already won. How many has Giannis won? Two or three? Giannis has won two. Jokic has won two. No two. Back and back. The the big man is back. I know. That's what I'm saying. All of them. All of them. Yeah. I like, think this might have been in two actually, or three. Two or three years ago, we were thinking that centers were a lost art. Right, they were they were going extinct. They kind of yeah. did go extinct for a couple of years there. They yeah. they did um, after like the Demarcus Cousins and the like Dwight Howard era. They kind of went away for a few years. Well, Dwight Howard 
it was like first team for five years in a row, something crazy. No, yeah, he was a great player. But, like, once he – because who was – after Dwight Howard and, like, DeMarcus Cousins, who was the big center for a while? No one's coming to mind. Right? I mean – Probably Embiid. He was, like, yeah. the next, like, big one that people were, you know, super excited about, right? Yeah. I mean, I would say Giannis is more of a power forward, but – Right. I don't yeah. consider – I don't really consider Giannis a – like, I'm not – I don't consider him in that, like – I mean, he's huge, but I don't consider him in, like, the Dwight Howard, DeMarcus Cousins, Embiid type of center role. No, I agree. So, yeah. But I do think Embiid's time's come. This might have been his best year, though, his his best chance to win it. But um, I think he'll win one before, before – time. he hasn't won he's, one yet, has he? Yeah. Embiid? No. Yeah, no. But I don't know. I feel like the MVP is just – an overrated award now. It doesn't seem doesn't seem as cool as it used to be. Yeah, because Derrick Rose isn't winning it now, so it's not as much fun. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Would you hate me if I said that's when I thought the MVP thing was losing his luster? No, I get it. If you if you I I like so thinking back to what you said earlier, I think if you're not a Bulls fan or a Derrick Rose fan, like that wasn't very un- like if you look at his stats, he had like 25 points and seven assists per game. It is like nothing crazy at all, so I, I can I can see how that was underwhelming for a lot of people. But as when you're a Bulls fan or a Derrick Rose fan, it was exciting. Also, Dwight Howard was second place, so they didn't really have much to choose from. <laughs> what was what were his stats that year? I'm curious. Dwight Howard. What year was that? Twenty uh, eleven. Yeah, two thousand eleven. Yeah, and LeBron first year. Dwayne Wade came in like sixth. Yeah, D- Dwight Howard averaged twenty two and fourteen. Compare that to the stats for this year. Oh, What's he wouldn't it? have been. No, he wouldn't have been in on the ballot. What was uh, what were Jokic's stats this year? I think he was like thirty-one and fourteen. I don't know if it's thirty-one, but it's probably I, high twenties. And I'm pretty sure it was thirty-one. Let me double check, but I'm pretty sure he. Let's see. Sorry, let me check this real quick. I need to know. No, you're yeah, thirty-one on the curious. dot. Thirty-one on the dot. Wait, did he win scoring champ too? Oh, this is postseason. Sorry, postseason. That makes a lot of sense. Giannis was thirty-one point one. Let me go regular season. Embiid was um, regular season at thirty point six. So Wait, Embiid, Embiid was, yeah, Embiid was the uh, point scoring champion at thirty point six per game. And he oh, also wow. averaged 11.7 rebounds per game. Jokic was 14 rebounds per game. And, yeah, he was high 20s. How many points. assists? Um, let's see. Assists. That's a good question. Probably, what, that. six or seven? Yeah. Let's see. Sorry. Come on. My computer's moving <laughs> slowly. I think it was 7.9. Yes, seven point nine. You absolutely looked that up. There's no way you just guessed that on the spot. <laughs> no, I just looked it up, man. Get a phone. <laughs> yeah, I'm on my computer. Yeah, so he was twenty seven, fourteen, and eight. Like, so that was a that's an incredible stat line. So yeah, it's unbelievable. It's all, like, yeah. almost almost a triple double. Yeah, and Dwight Howard twenty two and fourteen when he came in second. So that just yeah, proves how how much the NBA has changed. But and playing for the Orlando Magic. Yep, and how much that hurts. But <laughs> all right. Damn. 
All right. Well, that wrap was, it up. Uh, yeah, we can wrap it up here. That was, that was good. All right. Well, so we're going to assume that the Mavericks are going to hold on to this 22 point lead and we're going to get a game seven. Yep. Damn, 94 72. What the hell? Yeah. yeah it's, so it, it's like yesterday's, or it's like the, was that yesterday Warriors game? Yeah. It's like the Warriors game. Not quite as bad, but yeah. not as bad, but it's pretty shitty. Damn, Chris Paul. Only sh- I don't understand why Chris Paul doesn't shoot shoot more. Anyway, all right, let's get out of here. Yeah. Okay. Well, shoot me, uh, shoot me your predictions so I, for the next couple games, so I can uh, try and win some money back. But other than that, yeah. Oh, let's just do that real quick. Um, do you think the Do you think Boston and Milwaukee are going to go seven games? I do. I do think Boston and Milwaukee go seven games. I just it just feels like that kind of series, right? Yeah. Are the Warriors? And Grizzlies no. going to end in six? Yes, absolutely. 100%. And then you have the Suns beating the Mavericks. I do have – I have the Suns beating the Mavericks, yes. They'll be at home. Um, I'm curious, though. Like, this isn't making me feel great, the fact that it's 94-72 right now. It, but, is, a, it is at home. It is a home game for the Yeah, Mavericks. it is a home game, yeah. Um, yeah, I'll take Phoenix. I'll take Phoenix. I think they win. All right, so Warriors, Warriors Suns, Western – and then obviously the Heat, and you think it's going to be the Bucks or the Celtics? I've been saying Celtics the whole time, so I'm going to stick with it, even though I'm not nearly as confident as I once was. Um, but since I've, I've stuck with the Celtics through the beginning of the playoffs, I'm going to stick with the Celtics. All right. All right, then. Let's wrap it up. I agree with that. Okay. Yeah. Cool. All right. All right, man. Good I'll talk, talk man. to you next week. Yep. We'll talk to you next week. All right. Talk to you later. Peace.